Before we begin this week's show, I do have some sad news to pass along. Um, unfortunately, Courtney Moore has uh, passed from this lifetime. Her spirit has left this physical realm uh, for bigger, better places and most br more brighter places. Uh, bless her. She was not able to make it through uh, the surgery, and she passed away very early Monday morning, this past Monday morning, September 18th. I ask that you all please, please, please keep her husband, Clint, her son, Wyatt, her sisters, mother, father, and family in your heart, thoughts, and prayers as they go through this. I mean, anytime you go through a heart transplant or any kind of heart surgery, you know that there is a possibility that it, it you know, you may not come through it, but you know, you, you're never prepared for it when it does happen. Um, so let us please keep all of them in our heart, thoughts, and prayers. We're going to be talking more about Courtney in the next um, book nook, and I am considering doing a show on her sometime in the future, as well as uh, Haley as well, doing a show on her as well. So those are something coming down the pike. So anyway, again, uh, thank you all. And for all of your prayers, we've been praying for Courtney since February of this year. Um, so thank you all. Please keep her family in your heart, thoughts, and prayers. And Courtney, this show is dedicated to you. This program is being monitored by Spirit for quality purposes. Welcome to the Faith and More podcast. This is a trans-denominational podcast. Everyone is welcome and safe here, no matter what your faith is or isn't. Hello, my name is Reverend Angel Wise, and I'll be your host. I am an ordained trans-denominational minister, director of Oblates Perpetual Light, a shamanic light worker specializing in intuitive quantum and angelic healing, a studying Kabbalist, and life coach. I firmly believe that the divine works through people every day to help us. These angels and saints are so very humble, many of us don't know they exist or existed. Each week we'll explore the lives of these amazing beings. We will also explore topics that can help your faith, no matter what it is or isn't. The goal of this show is to inspire, encourage, educate, uplift, strengthen, and heal you and your faith. So, be sure to follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Bless you and enjoy the show. So before we begin, let us roll the disclaimers. The views and opinions expressed by the host, moi, are solely, which I mean that literally, mine. Any and all content provided is my opinion and is not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Thing, I always recommend that you, the listener, further investigate, contemplate, and meditate on everything that is shared. ISEs, individual soul experiences, will vary. Listening discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to the show, everyone. How are you? You, 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 you. How's everyone doing? I so hope and pray you all are well and that you are able to see 
and have gratitude for the blessings that you have in your life. No matter what we are going through, no matter how grim it may be, no matter how tragic, um, there are always, always blessings and things to be grateful for. I know, I know, I know that's easier said than done, but it's so important that we give thanks to the Creator every day for the blessings that we have, even if it's this heartbeat or our next breath or being able to walk or talk or hear or see. There are always so many things to be thankful and give gratitude for. If this is your first time listening, welcome, welcome. I'm so beyond happy and blessed that you found the show. It is my deepest hope and sincerest prayer that you find everything that you're searching for in a podcast, especially a faith-based podcast here and more. And if you're returning, you all know the drill. <laughs> Infinite thanks, blessings, and love for all of your support, love, and just being here, folks. I can't thank you enough. It is because of you that this show is here. So for at least the past two seasons or season and a half, since we're almost to the halfway point of uh, this season, season six, imagine that. Wow. Um, speaking of time, <laughs> I have talked about time quite a bit and made a lot of references to time and how we need to prioritize our time and spend more time uh, feeding and nourishing and working on the missions of our soul or spirit or nefesh or whatever you want to call that, which is you that is from the creator that is eternal. Um, there are so many things that we are here to achieve, so many missions. Uh, we just recently had a show, uh, which I hope was of some help to all of you on discerning what your soul spirit or nefesh's missions are if you guys need more information please let me know i would be more than happy to do more shows on that in the future we probably will sometime down the pike but if you need them sooner please reach out to me my contact information is at the end of the show and at the end of every show so all this talk 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 talky talky uh, about time i i want to do everything that i possibly can do to try to get you all on the same page uh, and feeling where I'm coming from and especially what I mean by time. And of course, spirits in, in its amazing ways uh, always shows the way if you're open to it. And today we have an excerpt, well, I shouldn't say excerpt, excerpt excuse me, uh, an actual transcript from a YouTube video that was created by Rabbi Simon Jacobson. If you have not checked him out, please do so. I will have a link to his channel as well as to the video that I transcribed um, in the show description. I highly, beyond highly, recommend him. He is such an amazing being. And again, it does not matter what your faith is, what he shares, what he teaches, what he points to, transcends all labels of all faiths. It is, it sings to the heart of each and every one. And I believe, and hopefully, I pray, <laughs> that you will see what I'm talking about here by the end of this show. 
So Rabbi Jacobson, among many things, other than being a great rabbi and scholar, um, he's also a Kabbalist, and he also is the founder and head of Meaningful Life Center. And you can find them at MeaningfulLife.com. That's their website. So many great things and free things on the website as far as information goes. And as I noted before, he has his own YouTube channel. He posts teachings every single day and sometimes multiple teachings. I Bless him. I have no idea where he finds the air quotes time <laughs> to do it. But my Lord, he does such an amazing job. And uh, I've been a fan of his for some time now. And this uh, what I'm going to be sharing with you all today about time um, is just completely mind blowing and heart opening and life changing, literally. And it was recently popped up that he did this uh, teaching. I watched it. Of course, Spirit brought it to my attention. And the rest is this show. So someone be asking, why, why have a show about time? Well, again, there are, as we've learned in our learning with through our show, that there are deeper meanings and levels, many deep and hidden levels, secret levels to everything. And especially the same applies with time. Of course, we all are familiar with the concept of time. You know, the ticking of the seconds, second hand on a clock, if you still have a clock that has a second hand or, or the ticking of the minutes or a stopwatch or you know, uh, you know, your calendar alert that you'd set for an appointment. Those things, as far as just the human concept of time, what we're going to be talking about and exploring today is what I am so talking about all the time. And meaning, more so meaning, is the deep, inner, secret, hidden meaning of time. And once we realize what that is, we are better able to manage it and to work with it. And this teaching by Rabbi Jacobson is, is just off the charts. But before I begin, I want to share an all-time lyrics to an all-time classic song, because, of course, I can't play the, the song on here without getting copyright strike. Uh, but for those of you who are younger, you will not probably know this song. But if you have some awesome parents, you might. Um, or grandparents. Uh, the song is called Time in a Bottle by Jim Croce. And the song goes, if I could save time in a bottle, the first thing that I'd like to do is to save every day till eternity passes away just to spend them with you. If I could make days last forever, if words could make wishes come true, I'd save every day like a treasure, and then, again, I would spend them with you. And here's the key lyric, but there never seems to be enough time to do the things you want to do once you find them. And today, my dear brothers and sisters, with the help, immense help, of Rabbi Jacobson, I'm going to share with you all how to take control of time, how to get the very most of every moment. So we begin. Rabbi Jacobson says, 
Is time your friend or your enemy? On one hand, we're always trying to beat the clock, meet deadlines, the pressure that comes with time. On the other hand, time is very much part of our life, journey, past, present, future, time and space. That's how we travel through this world. But then again, time also reflects on the aging process. We have limited time in this world. We have limited time in every given area. The clock is always ticking. So what exactly is this about time? Then, of course, there's managing time. Would you like to figure out how time can be your ally? How you can tap into it? Just as we tap into any energy source that enhances our lives. How to figure out how to manage your time most efficiently? Join me in this important discussion on the Kabbalah of Time. Four time management tips that will change your life. Learn how to maximize your time and fulfilling your very mission in this life and world. Let's begin with a big question. What exactly is time? Is time your friend? Is it your enemy? We see we are always trying to beat the clock, meet a deadline, all the pressures that time imposes on us. You look at the clock. Oh boy, it's late. I missed my appointment. I missed my deadline. But then again, time is so much part of who we are. We travel through time, past, present, future. It's what measures the very journey of life. Together with time, space, and soul. But then again, time also measures our aging process, how things are limited. There's only that much time in a person's life. There's only that much time in any given day for any given period of time. And then, of course, the big question of time management, how to manage your time. So it's critical to step back and look at it closer to understand what time really is and hence the Kabbalah of time. We'll talk about four time management tips that are all alluded to in the acronym of time itself, T-I-M-E. So let's begin. The first step of all of this is to understand what time is. So T or think, deliberate. Time is so invisible, the seconds just pass by. You don't look at your watch. You don't even know how fast time passes. It's constantly passing. So the first thing is just as deliberation, also contemplation, they call it a meditative process, if you wish, that you can do every morning and just focus on the fact time is moving. It's something that's constantly moving. The seconds tick away. Why is that so important? Because the things that we take for granted or we ignore or that are invisible are the ones that we mostly waste. We often waste them because we don't even realize what's happening. But if you were to see time as actual entities at each moment in time as a form of power, and we'll talk about this more in the last the E of time, but each moment is a particular life of its own. That changes things because then you think, how am I going to maximize and actualize these moments in time? That's one of the first things that Kabbalah teaches us, that time is actually made of moments of real life entities. The only thing is they're not physical. But if you saw time as your children, or for those of you who don't have children and have fur babies, 
see them as your fur babies, each one matters. Every second matters. And in that sense, that is the first thing, to recognize the value of time. One of the sages writes, a person worries about his loss of money, but he doesn't worry about his loss of time. It's perhaps more valuable than anything else because the only thing that really comes and goes. And when you use the moment fully, that moment lives on forever. When you don't, it's like a moment that died. So that's the first step. Think about the value of time. And a good time to do that is in the morning when you start your day. Just a short meditation about the value of time. Next is the I in time. This is importance. Importance to determine priorities. There was this guy giving a class in time management. He comes into the classroom. He's going to do a demonstration. He brings a big empty aquarium and a helper comes in with several sacks. There are no notes on the sacks. He puts the aquarium in the middle of the room and says, okay, students, here. He opens up sack number one. Sack number one contains some big rocks. He puts the rocks into the aquarium. He then asks the class, okay, is the aquarium full? It was pretty clear that it wasn't full. So the students reply, no, it's not. The teacher replies, indeed, you're right. He takes out sack number two. Sack number two contains small stones. He pours those stones into the aquarium. Then he asks, is the bag, you know, if, if the aquarium is full? Some students said yes, and some said no. He opens the third sack. It contains sand. He pours that into the aquarium. That, of course, fills all the crevices wherever the small stones did not fill. He then asks if the aquarium is now full. Again, some say yes and others say no. But there was still one more sack. This sack had containers of water. He poured water into the aquarium until it was overflowing and asked, Now, class, is the aquarium filled? Of course, again, there's water spilling all over onto the floor. You have the water. You have the fine sand, you have the small stones, and you have the large rocks. So at, everyone replies, yes, it's full. He then asked the class, what did we learn from this? One of the students who knew this was a time management class said, we learned from this that even when your day is full and time are full, you can always add something more. Even though the rocks, stones, and sand were in there, you could still add something. You know, like you see today, they have apps, these planners who teach you how to take a small closet and maximize the space, how to properly coordinate and properly align things so you can maximize the space and always add more. The teacher replied, no, that's not the lesson. That is a lesson, but that's not the main lesson here. The lesson I wanted to teach you is that if you don't get the rocks in first, you'll never get them in. Had we begun by filling the aquarium with water and then sand and then small stones, you would never be able to get the rocks in. There would be no way. The rocks symbolize our priorities, things that are the constants, things that are valued. The most important things in your life often get up by minutiae, by details. You start looking at how much time I'm focused on the details. You never get to the priorities 
or you get to them and it's quite late. So make a list of the things most important in your life. This is the I in time. Number two. Number three is M. M is for mission. It can also mean moment. So let's get back to the points we made in number one, and I'll share it with a story. I heard this story from my teacher and mentor. It was in the 1920s. His father-in-law, who was the head of the Jewish movement, was sitting in his office in Leningrad, Russia. It was very dangerous times. He was planning a very important trip, a secret trip to Moscow for a meeting that was about matters of life and death for the Jewish cause and for Jewish activities, which he was involved in. In comes his son-in-law, my teacher. He sees his father-in-law sitting very calmly, even though in just around 15 minutes, he's supposed to go off to Moscow. You would think that with such an important and dangerous journey ahead, he'd be preparing. But instead, his father-in-law is sitting there, studying something or doing something oblivious, as if nothing else is going on. So my teacher, who told me this story in 1970, asked his father-in-law, how he achieved such self-mastery and self-control because he was thinking he should be freaking out, but he's not freaking out. He's quite calm and quite focused. His father-in-law replied, I learned from my father the secret of success in time. My teacher asked what that meant. He replied, success in time means that you live in the moment. Even though you might be doing something five minutes from now or you did something a few minutes ago right now. This is the time before you. Nothing else is happening in the world. Have complete focus here and now. He shared an example of Rabbi Rajbal, a middle-aged, great Sajan scholar, doctor, advisor, writer, author. He was multifaceted. With all of this, he still had time to walk every day, even though his schedule was completely full. How did he do this? He lived in the moment. Each moment was its own and lived as such. When you live in that moment, you tap into that energy, the energy of the moment. And that brings us to mission. It means that you have a mission in this world. Again, something we've all been talking about quite a bit in the, you know, midpoint season five, all the way up to now, we've been talking about the mission or missions of our soul, uh, of our spirit, of our nefesh, a general mission. So whatever you are doing in time management, you want to make sure it aligns with your mission. The mission comes down to details. It comes down to each moment that you are given in this world. It has a mission in it. So when you are busy with this mission, even for example, you are preparing your backpack to travel somewhere, the packing of the bags is a step. You definitely would not be packing unless you were not traveling. But the packing of the bags is right now, not the journey. This is part of your mission because it's necessary to take you to the next step. Right now, you have to be completely focused, completely immersed in that moment. And I love this analogy because it's something we can all relate to. How many of us have been packing a bag or bags to go somewhere on a trip or to go out into the country or to go camping or something like that? And once, you know, we're, we're just so many things are going through our mind as we're packing. We're not focused 
completely solely focused on the packing. Our minds are rambling while our bodies, you know, just grabbing things and throwing them in a, you know, bags or suitcases or, or whatever. But then when we get to our destination and we're going through the bags, what happens? We discover there are things that are missing that we needed that we should have packed, right? And that's all because we weren't focused in that time. If we were completely focused on packing, when packing, chances are we wouldn't have forgotten anything because we would have been so focused, we would have been definitely honed in on exactly what we need for the trip, or what we need for the camping, or what we need for the vacation. The great venerable Thich Nhat Hanh, who we did a show on, teaches this or taught this throughout his entire life of the importance of now, the importance of focusing on this moment and giving your full attention to the moment. There's a great book um, and, and series of teachings that you can find on YouTube by Thich Nhat Hanh. I'll include a link in the show description called Mindfulness in Every Step. And one of the things I remember in all that is when Thich Nhat Hanh was washing dishes, he was talking about the importance on washing the dishes. If you are washing dishes, only be washing dishes. When you pick up a dish and you're washing it, you are only washing that dish. You are focused on that dish. When you're washing a piece of silverware or a cup, you are focused on that cup. And these are great ways for us to learn how to be aware in every moment, how to focus in every moment. Because if we can do it in the small things, like washing dishes, doing laundry, cleaning the house, um, anything, it will bleed over into our every moment of every life, our everyday life. So, Rabbi Jacobson continues, you'll see people who are successful with one thing on their desk at a time, that one thing they are doing, even though they may have many other things. As we spelled out in point number two, there are many priorities and not everything you do is of equal importance. But when you are doing something, be there entirely. This obviously requires tremendous focus and concentration. My apologies for the brief show interruption. Are you in need of healing? I am beyond blessed and elated to be able to offer healing sessions to you. I am able to offer healing sessions at an intuitive, quantum, and or angelic level. The mode of healing used depends on the healing you require. We begin with a discovery call. This call lasts approximately 30 minutes. It is absolutely free and is used for us to get to know each other and explore your healing needs. After this, if you wish to continue, we will have the initial consultation call. Here I will explain to you what modes of healing I will be using, what this entails, and what to expect. This session will last one hour. The minimum donation is $20. Next is the actual healing sessions. These sessions last for one hour each. The minimum donation is $50 per session or three sessions for $100. If money is an issue for you, which it is for just about all of us, please do not hesitate to book a discovery call. Again, reminder, that is absolutely free. We can discuss during that call the minimum donation or possibly bartering, which I'm always open to. 
to book a session, please contact me at faithinmorepodcast at gmail.com. Bless you, and I hope to work with you soon. Now, on to tip number four, the E. E is for energy, also elevate. The mystics explain that time is energy, actual energy. Einstein came to that discovery as well. We usually think of energy as something that is either electrical or nuclear, a strong force or a weak force, the force of electromagnetism, gravity and such. Now, time itself is energy. It's not just an invisible entity or an imaginary entity that we created just to measure a moment. It itself is energy. When you think of time as energy, it's a whole different story. Energy means it has power. So that's why we have an expression. This comes from the Zohar, the classic work of Kabbalah. The expression is Abraham aged and he came with his days. This seems redundant. The Zohar explains you can age simply because of the biological process of aging. But this is not what this story of Abraham means. Abraham was a man that tapped into the energy of every moment. So as he aged, it wasn't that he just got older. Every moment in his life was used to the fullest. So those moments became his allies. They became his foundation. Think of it this way. When you take a moment and that moment is wasted, it just passes. Nothing happened in that moment. It literally like is like an opportunity that is lost. But if that moment is used to say a kind word to someone, to express love, to help an individual with something, that's constructive. Even though the moment passes, you did something in that moment that lives on. Everything great in the world, everything magical happened in a moment. What happened was you tapped into the moment. So the moment is now forever. And that's quite hard for us to wrap our minds around. Yes. Um, what he means by that is what you did in that moment will live on. The kind word, the love you gave, um, the support, the help that you did for someone. That goes on. You took that moment and took that energy, that light, and you used it to its full potential and helped someone, loved someone said a kind word to someone. And as we've talked about on infinite times on the show and always will is that we don't know what another person's going through. So even the smallest kind gesture can go so far because you never know when someone is at the very end of their rope and that one more negative thing that happens and they're going to end it. So by you doing that, being aware in the moment, seizing the power and the light of each moment, you can literally, literally save lives, help people live longer, help people live happier, help people live in less suffering, less depression, less anxiety. I hope you all are following along with me here. So Rabbi Jacobson continues, William Blake's words to see the world in a grain of sand and heaven in a wild flower 
hold infinity in the palm of your hand and eternity in an hour. When time is used properly, you literally tap into infinity. If someone saves a life, even if it happens one split second, that's eternal. So time is energy. This is a tremendous concept. So we begin by focusing on the fact that time exists and every moment is valuable. This adds another dimension, the energy that brings us to elevate. The purpose and mission of our lives is to elevate every moment, to elevate every corner, every space, every crevice in our lives. Elevate it, refine it, fulfill it in the fullest possible way by using it, by sanctifying it, by using it to help the world and you. That's our mission, to think, prioritize what is important for our mission at the moment. Again, E stands for energy and elevate. You now have a whole new way of looking at your life. Space has always been much more obvious. We've conquered space in many ways. We've tamed the elements. We've built civilizations and cities and homes that were once wilderness. We were able to control the environment to some extent. Places once controlled by wild animals were cleared out. I'm not saying it's always for the best, but that's what we did. In truth, we have conquered everything, and we should never see ourselves as conquerors. But in our minds, space is something. But time? What about time? We also can conquer, and I say conquer again. I don't mean that is to dominate in a dominant sense. I mean tapping into it, that time should not be our enemy. Time should be our friend, our ally. Think of it. We ride on time. If you tap into this energy and you're able to actualize every moment and living up to your mission and understand their priorities and all with that concentrated and concerted effort of recognizing the value in each moment, then time becomes a tremendous ally. Your days are then full. They don't just pass. You use them. They actually feed and nurture you. Every moment gives you energy or light, and you, in turn, elevate that moment. Again, sharing that light with others. So you see, my friends, there's a way to look at time in a new way, something we usually see only when we look at a calendar or a clock. What do I need to do today? What's on my to-do list? What's my deadline? What's my schedule? That's one part of it. But another part is seeing time as an asset, a partner with us in life. So when you think of it that way, time and space become the two elements that together with our soul make three and create a power. In the book of formation, some say composed by Abraham, there's space, time, and spirit, soul, or nefesh, whatever you want to call it. These three are always interacting with each other. If one of them is compromised a bit, the other two are not full powerful or fully charged or empowered. So the goal is to see them as three elements that are part of our lives that help us propel us to places of unprecedented successes and heights. So my dear brothers and sisters, that's the gist of the video and again i'll have a link to it please go watch it show uh rabbi jacobson some love on his channel watch his videos i'm telling you you will not regret it 
I mean, just this one video is what I got this transcript from. It's just, if you only took one thing and focused on it for your entire life, this one thing could do it. This one thing could awaken you to the creator that is in you, that is in everything that is you and literally everything. It can bring in so much light and awaken you to levels you could not even dream of. So again, just don't listen to the show. Please go click on the link in the show description and watch the video by uh, Rabbi Jacobson. It, he's far better and more eloquent than I am. So <laughs> I, I pray I, I did him justice. And if Rabbi Jacobson, if you by some miracle happen to listen to this, infinite thanks, blessings, and love to you for giving such an incredible teaching and for all of the incredible teachings that you share on your channel and on your website for absolutely no cost at all to anyone. Anyone that has that urge, that has that desire, uh, as we say in Kabbalah, to know the truth, to awaken to the Creator, to receive more light and bestow more light, um, can do it through Rabbi Jacobson's, uh, all of his teachings, just mind-blowing, mind-blowing. And as I said, he posts something every day, if not several videos a day. So go check him out. Again, I'll have a link in the show notes description. But I so hope and pray that this has helped you all understand more of what I'm talking about and pointing to, or I should say helps you feel, more feel than understand. What I'm pointing to when I'm talking about the importance of time and how we need to start prioritizing our time, as he did in the acronym, breaking it down step by step um, to, you know, prioritize and what is important. You know, how many times, and I'm raising my hand, are we on our phones and whether we're watching videos, um, well, you know, spiritual videos don't count, <laughs> but we're watching videos on TikTok or, you know, the cute dogs or puppies or cats and or we're playing games or something like that. And before you know it, an hour, hour and a half, two hours has gone by. That's a lot of time that has been literally just wasted. That's time you will not get back. Once it's gone, it's gone. That's light, my brothers and sisters, light that you could have received during that time. So it's important. And I'm not saying to, to go to the far end uh, of being extremist and try to be an ascetic or a, a monk or a nun. or and No, 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 no. You can still have fun. But when you have fun, be in that moment. Be completely in that moment. When you're spending time with your children or your grandchildren or your significant other, your, your spouse, um, your friends, your parents, be there, completely there. Don't be there and nodding every once in a while and say, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, as you're on your phone or your mind's wondering about work or, you know, something that you need should be doing, uh, you know, grocery shopping or bills that need to be paid and how you're going to pay them. There's a time and a space for all of that. So when you are in the moment, be completely in that moment. 
again, I so hope and pray this makes more sense. Um, blessings, again, infinite blessings, thanks and love to Rabbi Jacobson for such an incredible off-the-charts teaching. And I pray it resonates with all of you. I pray you feel, now feel where I'm coming from when I'm talking about uh, week after week. I know I sound like a broken record about time and the importance of time. Um, it's just, it, he put it in words I could never, ever. He's at a level that's way, way up there. But he puts it in terms, in a language that we can understand not only intellectually, but also feel it in our heart. And I pray that has happened with all of you. If you all have any questions, seriously, any questions at all, please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Also, if you go to uh, Rabbi Jacobson's YouTube channel and you li you watch this video, at the bottom of it, he has where you can contact him personally if you would like to ask questions. Please feel free to go to him, the source of this wisdom, the source of this light, and ask him any questions that you may have. But if you do, I ask one thing, one favor, please, 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 please. Let me know what question you asked him and how he replied. That way I can share it on the show, maybe in a book nook with everybody, because you know what? The question you ask or, or brave enough to ask, awake enough to ask, is the same question a thousand people have that aren't brave enough or awake enough to ask. So by doing that, you are helping not just yourself, but all of your brothers and sisters as well. The Oblates of Perpetual Light is the first of its kind. We are the very first group of Oblates to fully utilize the internet to organize and communicate. This allows everyone and anyone to join from all over the world. The Oblates of Perpetual Light are inclusive, meaning everyone is welcome regardless of their beliefs, faith, identification, gender, sexual preference, etc. We are independent, meaning that we are not affiliated with any church other than being connected with the Faith and More Ministries, and we are trans-denominational. We are not affiliated with any one religion. We greatly respect the beliefs and freedoms of others. We are all children of the universe. Only four things are required of any oblate of perpetual light. The first, study and contemplate some sacred texts of your faith at least once a day. It's up to you how much you study and contemplate. It can be as little as a sentence or as much as you wish. You choose when, where, and how long. Number two is prayer. Prayer is key in the heart of the oblate's perpetual light. It is imperative that an oblate pray sometime during the day or night. Again, this is up to you to choose when, where, and for how long. The Oblates will gather together online, typically Zoom, at least once a month. There is also a Facebook group where Oblates can meet and commune more often if they choose. There are Oblates who are very social and there are Oblates who are very private. All are respected. If you are more private and or ascetic, you will need to keep in contact with the director of Oblates, moi, privately. Number four love and respect all members regardless of their faith we are here as a group not just as individuals everyone's faith beliefs views etc will be respected bullying hate attacks 
and etc. will not be tolerated. If this all sounds kosher and great to you, and you would like to become a member of the Oblates Perpetual Light, please contact me, our director, at oblates.pl at gmail.com. Again, that's oblates, O-B-L-A-T-E-S dot P-L at gmail.com. I hope to see you as an oblate very soon. So that, my dear brothers and sisters, does it for this week's show. But by no means does it is it the end of us talking about time. As a matter of fact, I'm probably going to be referencing to this episode and to this teaching uh, by the great Rabbi Jacobson probably from here to eternity. So it's good that we've all heard it and feel free to listen to it as many times you want. Better yet, go to his YouTube channel, check out this video Watch it as many times as you possibly can. The more you watch it, the more you absorb, the more light you receive, and the more changes, amazing, mind-blowing, nuclear changes will happen to your life. So that about does it for this week. Don't click off yet. We still have the uh, prayer updates and requests as well as our closing blessings. So please always stick around for that because our Fellow brothers and sisters are always in need of our thoughts, prayers, energy, healing, and light. And if you are in need of healing and light, please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. My contact information again at the end of the show, at the end of every show, I love to pray. Our faith and more family love to pray. So please, my brothers and sisters, let us pray for you. This week's prayer request and updates are as follows. We do have a new addition. Um, it is our sister, my best and dearest friend, partner, wife, literally everything. Haven uh, was diagnosed this week with Hashimoto disease. Uh, that is a chronic uh, thyroiditis. It's an autoimmune deficiency disease where your immune system attacks your thyroid. She just started taking medication for it. So please, please, please keep her in your heart, thoughts, and prayers. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, that Courtney Moore, uh, his spirit has left this physical realm. Please keep her husband, Clint, son, Wyatt, her sister's mother, uh, father, and family in your heart, thoughts, and prayers. Also, please pray for Bill and Joanne. Joanne uh, was in the hospital again last week. Um, she's having all kinds of issues with infection, um, and she has another staph infection, which I don't know where that came from. Uh, she is home, um, and she is on medications, more medications, but please keep them in your heart, thoughts, and prayers. And again, as a reminder, Bill goes on the 29th to his surgeon to discuss the surgery on the tumor that is in his ear uh, against his skull. In, at the base of his brain. Also, please keep Emily, Jonathan, and her family in your heart, thoughts, and prayers. Kayla, Terry, Denise, Stephanie, Katie, Sarah, Kia, Elaine, Bob, Clyde, Lisa, and her family. Lana, Megan, Molly, Gwen, Octavia, Trish, Chad, and their family. Bishop Beckley and his family, Brother Abel, Mike S., Kelly, and family, Michael W., 
family. Tanya and her family, Cheryl, Father Mike, Eddie, Eddie's mother, Becky, Emma, Jean, Kathy, Tony, and their family. Michael T., Kyra, and her family. Jan, James, and Linda. And if you all are in need of specific prayers or in need of healing, specific healing, as I noted earlier in the show, I am offering my healing services. So please do not hesitate to contact me. But if you are in need of general prayers or know someone that does need prayers, please, please, please contact me. My contact information is coming up here in just a moment at the end of the show and at the end of every show. I love to pray and our faith and more family love to pray as well. So let us pray for you. This week's prayer comes from James 4, 13 through 15. Let us pray. Come now, you who say today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. Amen. I so hope and pray you've enjoyed the show and that you found everything that you're searching for and more here with us. Stop by anytime, all the time. You are family. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with as many people as possible. Subscribe, rate, and review. And if you really enjoyed the show, please consider making an offering. Offerings are a great way to help sustain and improve the show and the Faith and More ministry. Offerings can be made through Patreon at patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n patreon.com slash faith and more podcast next is prayers i love to pray and our faith and more family love to pray as well so let us pray for you you can email me directly at faith and more podcast at gmail.com i am also offering healing sessions now that involve angelic intuitive and quantum healing this is done via phone or zoom due to the scope energy and time involved in this type of healing there is a minimum donation required please contact me for more information at faith and more podcast at gmail.com also please don't forget about our youtube channel there's lots of great videos there and it gives you more of an immersive experience just go to youtube.com slash at faith and more podcast so until next time have a most blessed week and know that each and every one of you are in my heart and prayers Bless you.